0: We are the rookie Phenoms. We have an amazing on time show for you today. I'm your host, Coop, with my main man, Webb.
1: What up, people?
0: The NBA playoffs are in full effect. Webb, are you ready for today's show?
1: Always ready, buddy. Always on time. Except today.
0: I, I am so happy for today's show. We we're going to talk about every playoff series in the NBA. Webb is looking just fantastically wrong on some of them. Webb. What have you been most wrong about this week? Was it Boston versus Brooklyn or Minnesota versus Memphis? What are you feeling most wrong about today?
1: Uh, how was it wrong about Minnesota versus Memphis? I said it would go five games. We won't played two games so far.
0: Uh, the third game is going right now, and Minnesota is blowing them out. Blowing them out,
1: really?
0: Over twenty point win, victory as of right now in the third. It's a one point game in the fourth. I was watching it. It was seventy three to fifty two. What just happened? Well, when I've I started, been down at you for the last six minutes. And this all changes is ridiculous.
1: Well, when it started Minnesota was killing them. It was like fifty to twenty-nine or something like that. And then Memphis happened.
0: I literally just turned on the Dallas game. This is wild. Okay. Alright let's start in the East. Let's break down every playoff series. Do you want to start one versus eight or four versus five? I'm gonna give you dealers choice today. Let's do one
1: versus eight, because that's been one of the least entertaining series in a while.
0: It really is crazy how boring this series has been. Miami versus Atlanta they're two games in. The heater up two zero against Webb's Atlanta Atlanta Hawks. Webb, what's going wrong for Trey Young's team here? Why isn't the East Atlanta Santa delivering this time of year?
1: He's playing a fantastic defensive team in Miami. It's one of the best defensive teams in the East, and um I just swore me. And like if Trey's not scoring, Atlanta's in trouble. It's Trey and Bogey, that's it, really, right now. We got a, a a hobbled John Collins, no Cliff Capella. No, Clint Capella, sorry. Um yeah.
0: So Clint Capella's out. They're not sure when he's gonna come back. That injury looked pretty bad, right? For him. I was shocked. I I think he might be done for a little while. Yeah, I don't think he's coming
1: back. That I thought it was a torn ACL. Thing, or or some sort of tendon in the knee that was torn. I think a lot of people anticipated that. But um uh yeah, I it, it's weird now. It's sort of the same thing with Kawhi, like we've seen like and and John Morant and a lot of guys, like, sometimes they, they don't diagnose it quickly enough. I mean, John didn't tear, any, tear his ACL, but sometimes they're, like, doing this two-week, three-week evaluation. But in Kawhi's case, it turned out to be a torn ACL.
0: I'm still not 100% sure he tore his ACL. I mean, did the Clippers doctors ever see him, or did Kawhi just want a year off
1: paid basketball? You would think with all the time off he gets. By not playing back to backs, he, he doesn't need more time off.
0: If you were going to pay me forty five million dollars to not do this podcast with you, and I could just lie and say I had mumps or something. I would definitely do that.
1: I have integrity.
0: <laughs> I have never been accused of that before in my life. Okay, So Jimmy Butler had forty five points. He's not known as a scorer. Is he like a tw- he's usually like a twenty four a night kind of guy. He was getting dunks. Atlanta's defense was not doing anything. I was really surprised at just how much Jimmy Butler dominated on the offensive side of the game. I was shocked by this.
1: Yeah, Jimmy's, Jimmy's the man. and um, I mean, that's what Miami does. Miami's a pretty deep team. Uh, I mean, Jimmy's the leading scorer on, on Miami. So if anyone's going to drop 45, it's probably him. Maybe Tyler Hero if he's going off. Um, but like, Lowry, like anyone can give you 20. On look Sorry, on a given night. Like, uh you, you have a bunch of guys that can That is really, that is not really...
0: true. PJ Tucker's dropping four points max <sighs> every night. That's it. He's got four in him.
1: He'll have he'll have two games when he where he hits like seventeen.
0: In six seasons, or how long are we talking here?
1: <laughs> in one season. Okay. You're still hating on PJ, huh?
0: How many games in the playoffs will he have over twelve points?
1: Over twelve points?
0: yeah one exactly Okay, yeah, he's terrible kyle lowry didn't do that much like miami isn't even playing that well and they're still dominating atlanta and the east atlanta santa can atlanta get back in this series or is it over for them
1: it was over before it started it's just whether the game's are gonna be close i think i still think atlanta wins one i predicted them to, to lose in five and trey was awful in that first game um but miami's a three and d team man. like they're pretty good
0: I thought the Heat would win in six. I thought Atlanta being in the same division, they'd give it a challenge. But uh, Atlanta has no respect for themselves or their fans, I guess. And they're just rolling over. It's pretty embarrassing.
1: We'll see. Trey will probably drop 35 next game or two. Uh, you know, In a losing effort. Yes, for sure. But um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Miami defends the perimeter well. Uh, they can collapse inside like it's a- <laughs> There's not really much for Atlanta to do inside. Like I don't even know how they'll score inside. It just seems like a bunch of just jacking up shots. John Collins is hobbled. No Capella. It's just it's not fun to go inside right now if you're the, the Hawks.
0: Yeah, Bam is destroying them. No Capella. They're getting out rebounded like crazy. This series is over. I have no interest in
1: watching the rest of the games. I really don't. oh what I'll probably watch the Atlanta home games because sometimes. Um, <clears throat> Sometimes you got a little entertaining game. Sure, my I. I I don't think Atlanta gets swept. I think they win a game. Gentleman sweep. I, th-
0: I think it's over. Uh Trey Young is no gentleman. He proved that in New York. And he doesn't deserve a gentleman sweep. He deserves to lose in four. And uh be embarrassed in front of his friends and family. Oh. Yeah. Let's move on to another series web that has been embarrassing to friends and family. Your Brooklyn Nets, they are down two oh to the Boston Celtics. Uh they lost the first game, 115-114, in one of the best final plays I've ever seen in my life by Jason Tatum. Marcus Smart made a great pass. Well, Tatum was cutting inside. Spinning layup, beautiful. Five minutes before that happened, though, Webb sent me a text, text that said, Boston are not men. And then they lost. Then the Nets lost to some boys, which is embarrassing. And then Webb was feeling particularly confident. And he bet me a burrito, which we tend to do on the show, that... Brooklyn would dominate this series over in five and then they lost again. KD, I did not say that.
1: <laughs> I mean, the gr- I, I disagree.
0: <laughs> KD was awful as maybe his worst game I've seen in a while. I think he was over 10 in the second half. He was four of 17 field goals in the game. Kyrie was four of 13. They have, can Brooklyn get back in this series web? Or have the Boston Celtics
1: snatched their soul? I think Brooklyn can definitely get back in the series because the series isn't gone, so there's not really anything to get back from. Boston did what it was supposed to do, protected home court. They got really fortunate in that first game. I think Katie just went to bed. Um focused way too much on helping up at uh uh where Marcus Smart was gonna pass, and wasn't watching the defender cutting to the basket behind him, who he like they, Jason Tatum of all people should not have been open. To catch that pass. And it was just ridiculous that he actually caught it. Um, Katie was horrible in, se- in the second game. it's probably the worst game I've seen from him. Kyrie was amazing game one. He was fantastic. Game two. He was, he was also bad. So like, uh, the Celtics, sorry, the Nets. We're gonna have to find a way to have both those guys do well. Cause that hasn't happened, uh, in this series where both are playing well. Um, So we'll see what happens. Ben Simmons is supposed to come back for game four. But (laughs) you don't want that to be too late. They really lost that deal so far. Is Ben
0: Simmons a help or a hurt at this point? He hasn't played basketball all season. The last time you saw him in the playoffs, he was shamed out of a town. Like he wasn't welcome back in the town anymore. Is him coming back in the playoffs a good idea for Brooklyn? I think it might be an awful idea. I don't see how it's
1: worse. They don't have to play him in the Philadelphia 76 uh, years roll. They could actually have him at the four. He's a great defender and he's great in transition. That would give them a lot of, um, a lot of advantages and, and allow them to do something that they couldn't do before. They can't really operate inside. They don't have the size. And like, Katie's getting banged up. He's complaining that he's getting banged up. Yeah.
0: What's the over under on foul shots for Ben Simmons in game one? I'm going to put it at 17. I'll take the under. Attempts you're talking about, right? Attempts, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'll take the under.
0: If you were Boston, wouldn't you foul him every time he was on the court? I would foul him every single time and get in his head. And when he's two of nine from the line, he's going to have problems again. And he's going to be hurt his back again and be out again for the season. It's over. You break him mentally.
1: (laughs) Which is not hard to do. Um, This is insane that Brooklyn have seemed to lose that trade so badly already really badly yeah it doesn't even look like they just lost it, it looks like they lost it really badly but there was an interesting article that came out in sports illustrated this week you probably saw it that we're like the nba might not want the nets to win just like going forward and what that means everyone should check it out i i don't
0: th- i don't think they want the nets to win because everybody hates Kyrie. And yeah and
1: and, and that would show that Kyrie won.
0: I heard a really interesting point today by Stephen A. Smith, which is something I don't often say. He was talking about how Steve Nash is inexperienced as a coach. And Kevin Durant and Kyrie said, we don't need a coach. It turns out they might need a coach with some experience to win these games. <laughs> like, they might need somebody. This might have been a bad idea.
1: Um, I don't know. Like There are some coaches who, well, I guess, yeah, Nash didn't really have any, like, Coaching experience, on like as an assistant or anything like that. So I guess it's a little different. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, know, I don't know what to say. I mean, it's really just Kyrie and, and KD. Like it's, yeah.
0: If you were Steve Nash, would you have put your faith in Kyrie Irving for a season? Because I wouldn't have done that. Seems like a mistake. No. Uh, Brooklyn has had some nice spots. Goran Dragic looks like the Goran Dragic of two years ago in Miami, which is nice. He's looked really good last, last game. Really good.
1: He he, he was fine. Let's calm it down here. I know you're a, a dragage apologist, but it's over, man.
0: I draft him every year in fantasy in the last round, and then I drop him three, three weeks later, every year. I'm consistent. <laughs> he had 18 points in 20 minutes. That's pretty good. That's not a bad little run for him.
1: Yeah. Let's see if he scores for the rest of the series.
0: He had more points than Kyrie.
1: Yeah, no, he was good. He was keeping, he was keeping them in. Especially when they had that big lead in the first half and then they blew it.
0: Did you hear the conspiracy theory about why Kyrie was bad in game two? Did you hear it? <laughs> no. Bellhop at the hotel, slipped in the vaccine. Unknown, just a quick boom, walked out of there. Oh. Messed him up, game two. Interesting. I didn't hear that anywhere. It's like it's the Coop original and I like it. It's a good idea.
1: Oh. <laughs> Glad you like it.
0: Thank you. Tatum looks great. Jalen Brown looks great. You said you would take Kyrie... Over Jason Tatum, do you have any regrets about saying that now?
1: Did I say that? I thought I said Devin Booker. And Tatum looked horrible last night. He didn't shoot much better than KD. He just had the but double. He, but double. he
0: did. He did shoot better than KD though. It was better <laughs>
1: technically. It was a low bar. I think he had five field goals. He hit five field goals, and uh, uh, KD made four, four. I think. Yeah. Is five more than four? So
0: I can't. I, my math isn't that good.
1: Well, You gotta take my word for it. It's not. <laughs>
0: That is web math if I've ever heard of. I just, I really like this Boston team, and Ime Yudoka is killing it. Did you hear what Charles Barkley called him last night? Because I could not believe he said it.
1: No. What did he say?
0: They were talking about Boston beating Brooklyn, and the and Ernie Johnson said, Ime Yudoka is doing a great job, and Charles called him okie-dokie. Okie-dokie? Jesus. I was like, what are you doing, Charles? That's a wild boy. That's a wild thing to say.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He probably just... uh, Charles isn't the sharpest tool in the shed, so...
0: He just can't pronounce names. He's been calling Jonas the wrong name for like six seasons. He can't call Jokic Jokic. He calls him Joker because he gets confused. It's crazy.
1: (laughs) He gets confused.
0: He really does. So are you saying Brooklyn wins this in sevens, Still, Are you still confident?
1: I still believe... That Brooklyn means and I wouldn't say I'm confident.
0: So I was going to give you a chance to jubble, double down and make this two burritos on this bet.
1: I'm I'm not Brooklyn first,
0: typical Webb. Coward as always.
1: Also not sick like Cooper's.
0: A gambling addict? Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. very fair. <laughs> okay. The Bucks versus Chicago. The series is tied 1 1. Bucks won the first game 93 86. It was, it seemed like a much bigger victory than that, but the Bulls kind of, Brought himself back in the game to end it. And then game two, DeMar went off. I think he had 41.
1: Yeah.
0: Alex Caruso played out of his mind down the stretch. He made like a huge steal. Amazing alley-oop pass. Does Chicago have a chance? We both thought Milwaukee would sweep the series. Does Chicago, do they have a little chance with Chris Middleton being out? Likely two weeks with a knee injury. Do they have a chance now? Is their door open? To win the
1: series or to compete? To win the series. Um... They have a chance. They have a better chance than what they had, which I thought was nothing. So, yes, they have a better chance. But do they have, like, a good chance to beat Milwaukee, even without Middleton? I'd still say no. It's going to be closer. I think it'll be a lot more competitive. And Chicago might might win another game. But, like, I'm not worried for Milwaukee against Chicago.
0: I am a little worried. I still think Milwaukee wins the series. Giannis is the best player, but Drew, Drew Holiday is not a great scorer. Burke Lopez is super streaky. Where are the points going to come from against Chicago? Like, Where does Milwaukee get the points from? Is it just Giannis putting up 40 and hoping for the best?
1: Yeah, so Middleton's a big loss. Uh, good defender. Good scorer. The, the three, and, and, and I think he's an underrated passer. But I think Milwaukee has, they have scoring. There's one thing Milwaukee has is scoring. I, they have uh, a guy who I used to love uh, out of college from Louisville, uh, Jordan Moore, who I think can fill in nicely. Uh, Pat Connaughton, uh, Wes Matthews. like They have they have some guys who can make up that scoring and uh, and be hard, scrappy guys on the floor.
0: I think you're probably right. Pat Connaughton can give some minutes. Grayson Allen can score a little bit. I just, probably Portis can play more. I'm just... I like the the Chicago team. I I root for DeMar DeRozan ever since he was in Toronto. I just, I want him to do well. I think Milwaukee still wins, but I'm rooting for Chicago very hard. Especially for Alex Caruso because it makes the Lakers look so bad they didn't keep him last season. That's what a revelation he's been in Chicago. And Alex Caruso probably wants revenge on Grayson Allen for his dirty, dirty play. Chicago's still alive. This could go seven. I'm very interested now.
1: I say it goes six. Uh, I also wanted to to touch on the Drew Holiday Drew Holiday comment. I think Drew Holiday is pretty damn good, and if he wants to drop thirty, he can do it. He can score from just about anywhere. And like we saw last season in the finals, especially when he's on. I mean, he had a bad game, but when he's on, he's on. Like, and he's a big guard, so like, um, I think I think Milwaukee's going to be okay. They have a very capable coach who almost got fired, but then won a the championship. Um. (laughs) (laughs) yeah typical and you know Chicago I'm not really big on the Chicago team I think it's really DeRozan or Dye man
0: so for Drew Holiday for one second I just think with Middleton out he's going to be asked to guard maybe Jamar now and that's a big ask for a guard to play great defense against Jamar and then also score 25 30 I'm just not sure he's capable of doing both things at a high level first like He's definitely capable of doing one of them, but it's a lot of energy to do both of those things very well, and I'm not sure he is that good a player. He's a really good player, but I'm not sure he's that kind of player.
1: Yeah, so they probably don't wear him down by having him do that. They still have some guys like um, I, I, I would put Portis on on uh, on Derozan at times in the game, especially if like a Brook Lopez on the floor too. So we'll see what they do. Some more interesting series but like i just feel like the playoffs have had a lot of injuries like teams have been ravaged
0: they really have we're gonna to get to another gigantic injury of a top 15 guy kind of in a little bit that blew my mind i'm surprised you're not rooting for your boy Desanmu and chicago to win i'm surprised you're going against him it's just no loyalty web as usual <laughs> Sad.
1: What a steal for Chicago, huh? Who would have thunk it?
0: I mean, he played seven minutes and had zero points last year, so that's a triple single, which is very impressive. Good for him. Come
1: on, he played really well in the middle of the season.
0: <laughs> and it's his second playoff game. Sure, sure it was. Okay, <laughs> so game three is tomorrow night. What is your prediction for game three?
1: Yeah, this one's in uh, Chicago, so this would be
0: interesting. Um, hmm. I'll tell you I, mine. I think Giannis breaks this team down and puts up 50 tomorrow. Okay. He ends this as soon as he can. He doesn't want Chicago having any hope.
1: I, th- I think Chicago wins one of these games.
0: They might win one of them. I don't think it's tomorrow night. I think Giannis puts his stamp on the series tomorrow night. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I love Giannis. He's the best. He's great, cool, man. Okay. Let's move on to one of the most boring series of my life. Philadelphia 76 sixers are beating Toronto 3-0 right now. The games have been, the last game was okay. Went to overtime. The first two were blowouts. Embiid hit a uh, corner, uh, corner three to win the game yesterday. That I want to say was one of the dumbest things I've ever seen a coach do in my life. And I think Doc Rivers should probably be fired. Am I crazy for thinking this? You have a guy that's seven foot three. And you have him shooting deep threes to win the game twice. He did it twice. Toronto's tallest guy is like six eight. What are you doing? Just go like it's so easy. What are you? You're seven foot three. Just throw the ball in the net from a foot away. (laughs) They're not even block. They're not even covering the inbounds guy. Like you have open lane. Why are you shooting a deep three? I don't understand what Philly's doing. They're going to win this series. I picked them to go to the finals. And I'm regretting that because I think Doc Rivers is awful at his job.
1: I disagree with that. But, um, I think the I mean, Embiid plays like a guard a lot of the time. Like maybe Embiid called it and he was wide open. I mean, it worked they out. Had the, they, they had the
0: giant Fred Van Fleet guarding them. So
1: no, but I mean, but, Van, but, but still, like Embiid was able to to get open to catch the ball. And when he catches the ball, he's pretty open. And then Bad leads coming after to, to block him. But
0: just because something worked doesn't mean it was a good idea. Is my, the point I'm making here. Sure. And B can hit those. He is a pretty good three-point shooter. But Toronto has no size. They have no one tall. He is legitimately six inches taller than anybody on Toronto's team that plays defense. Like Just go inside. You're bigger and stronger than everyone. I don't understand what he's doing. It makes no sense to me. My head is exploding. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Can't wait for it. Ime, I cannot wait for Imei to destroy this team next year. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> He's making me so angry. It's like Embiid wants these moments of just high drama just to the spotlight for later. Like, oh, what a great shot he made. He could have won this game inside. Yeah. He could have had 45 rebounds. Like, yeah, it's not,
1: the walk-off is not as fun when you, it was a layup.
0: A win is a win. He had 13 rebounds. Tob- Tobias Harris had 12. He is 8 inches taller than Tobias Harris. My <laughs> mind is going ext- I don't understand what they're doing. He had 33 and I was furious. He took 8 three point shots.
1: Yeah, that was- hard Harden took
0: 4. What the hell is going on here, Webb? I don't- I picked them to go to the finals and I am furious.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I- I never understood why he picked them to go to the finals, but- um, they look good against uh, a Scotty Barnes less Toronto Raptors. So
0: Embiid hurt Scotty Barnes. Do you think uh, that purpose. was a dirty play? That, yeah. It was kind of dirty, right? It seemed like he kind of like went off a little bit. He hit Ken Burch in the face right before that. And like a play that was like wildly unnecessary, That like, he just threw his arms back. He's playing kind of dirty right now, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he hit Scotty in his face too.
0: Yeah, right before he hit Scotty, then he hit Cam Burch After that, yeah, and then because he hit Scotty first, they're like, "Okay, this is a flagrant one now," because you keep doing it. Yeah, and then he just stepped on Scotty Barnes' ankle, like, and yeah. it, it rolled over pretty bad. Yeah, you know who would never do that—the true MVP, Jokic or John or Giannis.
1: No, Jokic would just push somebody from behind.
0: Don't start nothing; won't be nothing. That's what I always say. <laughs> so, this is a sweep, right? Toronto has no chance. This is over. Um, Raptors might win a game.
1: I think. I don't know, man. Like, I had Raptors winning this in, in seven, but then I changed it to six. And I obviously, that's what's stupid. Um But yes. the Raptors would have won that last game had Scotty Barnes been in. I, I, I don't believe that Raptors are that much worse than Philly. I don't think so at all. Philly needed this really badly. That game one when they came out, guns blazing, was they needed that.
0: I agree with you 100%. The Scotty Barnes kind of became our most important player. He's a great defender. He's kind of the playmaker. Him and Van Fleet kind of, like, they share it. I just, yeah, Toronto's done. They have no chance anymore. Yeah. Is Tyreek Maxey better than James Harden right now?
1: <laughs> no. But I, I see why you're saying that. He has been in this series, that's for sure.
0: Like, if you had the option next season of paying Tyrese Maxey $8 million, or James Harden, $50 million? What would you do? I don't know,
1: man. Harden. No, come on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Playoffs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just remember, like, yeah, I'm going to pay him 40, $45 million. He's going to be great in the regular season and playoffs. I'm going to be like, hmm.
0: For the next five years, he wants a five year contract after this season. For 220 million dollars. Or more than that. 245, I think. I would never give him that money. I, no.
1: Definitely not.
0: Like, the Patriots just re-signed their tackle, Trent Brown. And they have a clause in the contract where he has to get weighed every week. And if he meets the weight scale, they give him $25,000. Oh. They have to do that for James Harden with strip clubs. Like, if you don't go for a week, we'll give you an extra $10,000. <laughs> they have to do something like that. And if you don't eat buffets, Keep your weight down, we'll give you some money. Like they have to figure something out. <laughs> Otherwise, that contract will be a disaster.
1: Yeah, good luck to Philly, man. I still think uh yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens.
0: Okay, let's move on to the Western Conference playoffs. This has been really fun. Let's start with the one versus eight again. Phoenix versus New Orleans. The series is tied 1-1. Suns won game one, 110-99. Pelicans won game two, one twenty-five-114. Devin Booker. Was going off in the first half. He had 31 points, and then he strained his hamstring in the second half, left the game, and the reports are he's going to be out three to four weeks. Do you think this series has a chance? Does New Orleans have a chance now with Devin Booker out?
1: Even the top 15 player So severely jeopardizes your chances to be successful. So,
0: one, one second, yes. you just said that really quick. You just said that really quick. Are you a top 15 player if you can't play in important games? If your body breaks down, can you be a top 15 player? I'm not sure you can. I don't know.
1: I disagree. Um, But to answer your question, uh, yeah, I think New Orleans has a chance now. Yeah. I give New Orleans a better chance than Chicago over Milwaukee.
0: I think I agree with that. Brandon Ingram is playing out of his mind. Jonas, is he's not a great center, but he's a pretty good center. He's giving Aiden all he can handle. And CT is really good in this team. Imagine if Zion was here. Like this could be a really, really good team. Chris, is Chris Paul just doomed to have someone get injured every year in the playoffs for his team? Is this just going to happen for the rest of his career?
1: The rest of his career, like two, three years left. Um, well, Chris Paul is usually the person who's writhing in pain at some point in the playoffs. So I guess it, it comes back to hurt him now, but that is true. That is true. It's my, my fault. <laughs> I'm not saying, the, I'm not saying the Suns are like in serious trouble with New Orleans, but I think it's more of a, of a, of a question now because, and and, and it's interesting. Both the Suns and the Bucks got really bad injuries on the same, not the same night, but within the same week. And, uh, it's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a fun series now that it's heading back to, to, uh, the Big Easy. So big Easy whatever. Um, so, yeah, Don't we'll talk see. about my
0: girlfriend like that. That's rude.
1: <laughs> I said nothing of the sort. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna see what happens, man. CJ McCollum is playing well, Brandon Ingram's killing it. What I love especially is that this is all happening the year that Zion's itself. It's it's sweet.
0: I also really enjoy that. And I hope this means New Orleans will not pay him, but I'm almost positive it will do the exact opposite. Like, oh, we did this without him. Imagine with him what we could do going forward because teams are stupid.
1: That's it. That's exactly what I was going to say. That's, ex- <laughs> that's exactly Sorry. what I was going to say. Um, they're not going to look at it as like, look what we did without him and all this money we can save by not paying him. It's going to be the opposite. It's going to be like you said, look what we do without him. Imagine what we can do with him making a lot of money and gaining weight.
0: I would trade him to the Knicks. As soon as possible. I would keep putting out those videos of him 360 dunking and then having a a case of dunkaroos. And I would just move on with my life because it's going to end badly for Zion. And this New Orleans team I've come to really enjoy. Alvarado is so much fun. I don't know why no one else does those sneak steals like he does, just waiting behind people. And how he keeps managing to do it to everyone but Chris Paul. But I'm rooting for this guy. He's really fun to watch. Uh, the guys that sang "Hallelujah" just put out a song for him today. It's not as good, but go check that out online. Uh, Jason Gallagher, pretty good.
1: Awesome stuff. Yeah, Alvar- Al- Alvarado's great to watch and a, and a great story. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in that series. Um, obviously it would screw up my bracket if either of those teams were eliminated, Milwaukee and Phoenix. <laughs> Me too. Uh, yeah. Really badly. <laughs> oh yeah, it hurt I you had, even more, Coop.
0: I had Phoenix winning it all.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't even have Phoenix in the finals. Okay. So I'm not as bad as you, I guess. But I had Milwaukee winning it. Um,
0: yeah, so one of us, either way, it could be, could be screwed. Could <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. have some real issues here. Yeah. Just, I think Devin Booker was the one guy they couldn't lose, where everything else they could make do. If Chris Paul went out, they could figure it out. He was out for a while. If Aiden was out, it'd be tough to fix because he's like the only guy in the league that does what he does. But they could figure it out. They could go small. Devin Booker was the most important guy for this team. He might make All NBA this year for the first time in his career. Like I just like he might do it. I just it's really bad. I I have some genuine concerns about New Orleans winning this series now. I really think they could do it. Brandon Inger might be the best guy in the series right now. He might be the best player. He really might.
1: Yeah. Um. Well, let's not count on Phoenix just yet. They're the they're, they're a deep team and they can they can shoot the basketball. And they can defend. Um. Phoenix is going to really show a step. Cam, Cam Payne going to show up. Cam Johnson. Um, Jake Crowder is going to have to show up. Uh, Mikael Bridges. He's going to have to be like the second best player on this team. Though. Very interesting to see. That. I'm, I'm, I'm actually really into this series now. I mean, you know, Booker was going off till he got hurt. Because he is a top 15 player and that's what they do. <laughs>
0: Get hurt, exactly. I'm rooting for New Orleans now. I like Jonas. I like seeing former Lakers thrive in other places, so Brandon Ingram, I'm rooting for him. CJ McCollum, I have a really tough relationship with because he's killed me in fantasy so many times with me drafting him that I've come to hate him a little bit, but I'm still rooting for him. I'm I'm rooting for New Orleans now. I hope New Orleans wins this in seven. I really do. And then I hope they trade Zion to the Knicks immediately. (laughs) Okay. Webb, are you ready for... Maybe the best series of all time. Let's talk about it. Are you ready for Memphis versus Minnesota?
1: <laughs> yeah, which Memphis. The bet, the bet I apparently lost in two games. Coop, you're talking. I was like, "What are you doing?" It's tied one we, actually,
0: one we actually didn't even bet on it.
1: For the record, we just talked about it, and yeah. I said, "I said yeah. Memphis would win, but Minnesota would keep it close." And I was going up on that. <laughs> I picked Memphis. Still, <laughs> I thought you said. Oh, I thought you said Memphis in seven or something. I said Memphis in seven because Minnesota would keep it close. Uh, yeah. I thought it would uh, be Memphis a fun series. Yeah.
0: So Memphis just won tonight. Minnesota blew t- two 20-point leads, which is a, a typical Minnesota. Yep. Memphis is up 2-1. Minnesota blew about the first game, 130-117. The Grizzlies blew about game two. Memphis won a pretty close game tonight, one hundred four ninety five. 95 if Minnesota blew two twenty point leads, this tells me the series is over. They won a game, they're happy with that, and they're going home. I just I don't know how you do that and ever come back. I think it's over now.
1: Yeah, you know why? Because D'Angelo Russell sucks. Um not a fan of his at all. He had twenty two tonight. Terrible shooting, but still. Um I think Memphis is gonna win this series. Well I thought so from the beginning, but I think I had Memphis at five, which can still happen. He did. But there's so many guys that take D'Angelo Russell over. He's been so bad this series, like, uh, with the exception of game three.
0: D'Angelo Russell is just someone they don't want on their team, but they can't get rid of. And he's just kind of there now. He's their problem. They have to deal with it. And it's not good. Anthony Edwards got hurt tonight. He had a knee injury. I'm not sure what happened with it. We were recording the podcast when it happened. But he was grabbing it and looked to be a lot of pain. I'm hoping he's okay. Do you know how many points Carl Anthony Towns had tonight?
1: eight
0: points in 33 minutes. That's not good. That's really bad. How are you the best big man shooter of all time? And you get eight points. You're the number one overall pick. This is pathetic. How did you only have eight points more than Zion? This is embarrassing. I
1: don't
0: know. So you had Desmond Bain winning comeback player of the year, right? Yes. He's been so good, man. I love watching that guy play.
1: Yeah, he was excellent
0: tonight. Just, I'm rooting for Memphis, man. I love Josh still. This is a really fun series. I think it still goes six or seven, though. I really do.
1: You could be right. Yeah, maybe. Hopefully not.
0: <laughs> okay, so game four is on Saturday night. Does Minnesota have a shot, or are they done now? Yeah, Minnesota still has a shot. Yes,
1: yeah, no, home court.
0: I think that I think Memphis goes up three-one. Minnesota wins Game Five, and then Memphis wins Game Six in Minnesota. Alex Rodriguez was losing his mind tonight when they were up by twenty. Got real quiet when they were down at the end of the game. Just
1: pathetic. He's also a man of integrity.
0: Everyone did steroids in baseball. I do not hold that against them. Who doesn't like to shoot themselves up with steroids once in a while? Who? Who? Who are we to judge? Webb.
1: The rush of getting the needle where they put it. <laughs> <laughs> not, touch- <laughs> not touching that one.
0: Okay. (laughs) Let's move on to the next series before we get canceled. The Golden State Warriors are up 2-0 against the Denver Nuggets. They are playing right now as well. Game just started. These have been blowouts web. Jordan Poole looks like the best player of all time. Steph Curry is coming off the bench now. Draymond's taking Jokic out. Is this series over in four? Yeah,
1: I predicted uh, the... The Denver, Denver would get swept, and Golden State I think is the most complete team in the West. Um, like you said, they have Steph coming off the bench. That's a joke. How stacked is your team?
0: I think it's for injury reasons, but still, it's crazy that he's still he's doing that. That they're that deep. Imagine if their number two overall pick from last season was giving them anything right now. How good this team could be, or if they took Lamelo instead, what this team could be doing. I think. You may have been right. This is the best. This could be the best team in the West, especially with Devin Booker's
1: injury. Yeah, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, more. It's the same story every time. Jokic is going to have a triple double or close to it, and he's going to lose by twelve. <laughs> <laughs> even, even in game two, when Denver is up, not for one second, <laughs> I think they're going to win the game. Not even Jokic. a little bit. I really do
0: feel bad for Jokic because there's nothing he could do to win this series. He, they are so outmatched. Like, you could say that this season, Jokic was the best player in this series. I think you can say that pretty easily. After that, how long until you say the next best player is that on Denver? Is it like seven guys? It's a lot of guys before you get to the next guy on
1: Denver. Yeah, it's not, it's not great. Um, <laughs> it's not great. It's not not they, great. Paid, they paid, um, Aaron Gordon $92 million. So,
0: and, they gave Michael Porter Jr. $210 million, I think it was. Or yeah.
1: 190 Something like that. They gave both of them, combined, almost three three $300 million. It doesn't make Didn't sense. They, they paid Jamal
0: Murray too, right? Like 150 I think?
1: Yeah. yeah, They paid him a couple years
0: ago. I'm just kind of curious now. I would take Jokic first. And then I'm taking Steph Curry. I'm taking Clay Wiggins, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole. Before I'm even considering someone else on Denver? This is really bad. This is really bad for Denver. It's not fair. It's not fair (laughs) series at all. It's not fair. (laughs) Yeah, Denver's cooked. Good luck, Jokic. Hopefully your guys come back healthy next year, but this is over. Okay. Let's move on to the last series. Utah versus Dallas. Series is tied 1-1. Luka Doncic has not played yet in this series. The Mavericks still somehow won Game 2 without Luka. There was talk he could come back tonight for Game 3. He is not playing. They're optimistic-ish for Game 4. As of right now, Utah is losing to Dallas by 15 at halftime. Webb, what are you most surprised about in the series?
1: Well, uh, first it was Dallas' defense. How good they looked in games, uh, in the first two games. Um But the other thing was how how much of a failure Utah is and how it just is clear that it's not working.
0: I think last season or this season when we talked, we did our preview. I said Utah would be out the first round for sure. They are a playoff like paper cut. They're terrible. And I thought they'd have a good regular season and it'd be over because Rudy cannot play in the playoffs. And I hate that I'm just always so right and smart about how much Rudy Gobert sucks in the playoffs. I'm basically a basketball genius, Web. Are you jealous of me right now for this?
1: Uh I'm jealous that you can actually convince yourself of what you're saying. Um
0: It is a wonderful thing. I'm not gonna I'm proud of myself <laughs> too. Uh
1: I mean I I don't think Utah's necessarily gonna be out in the first round. I still think they beat Dallas. Um, and the the regular season wasn't that good. Like it wasn't like what they did last year. They struggled quite a lot. But they're also missing Joe Ingles. Um Who else went down for them? Uh, Don Mitchell. Every now and again, they miss games. They're just missing something. I I thought they were gonna trade Mike Conley at the trade deadline show. Sorry, the trade deadline, and they did not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's basically what it is now. It's just a show. That's true. Conley was awful. Was 0 for 7, 0 for 3. From the... He had zero points. Donovan Mitchell's so good, and he deserves so much better than this. And just him and Rudy does not work. In Game 2, Bogdanovich was taking all the shots at the end of the game. He was running the offense. He was running the show. And everyone kind of got out of his way like he was the guy. Which I did not expect to happen, but apparently that was the thing. Is Rudy on this team... To start next season.
1: You mean Rudy Gobert? Isn't
0: that what I said? Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: asking. You. I was making a joke. I, I was saying, right, do you mean Rudy Gobert or, uh, Rudy Gay?
0: <laughs> exactly. That is a true point.
1: That is very, very true. <laughs> um, ugh. I don't know, man. I've been thinking about it and I said one of those guys is going to get traded. And I don't think you're going to trade Donald initially to keep Rudy Gobert. But at the same time, how do you trade one of the best defenders that we're getting a seed in one? three defensive player of the year awards. Uh, But do I think Rudy Gobert is back? Probably uh, more likely than not that he gets traded. So probably not. I
0: think him or Donovan Mitchell are definitely out for next season if they lose this series. I think Mitchell probably stays unless he forces the issue, but I would not be shocked if both of them were out of Utah before the season starts. So you still think Utah wins this series in six or seven now?
1: Uh six. I think before what did they have it as?
0: Five? I think we both said sweep or five at most with no Luca. Okay. I, web. I think Luca comes back now in game four. I think Dallas wins this series and Utah's embarrassed. I think Dallas I'm changing my pick to Dallas now. Dallas is gonna win the series.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: If Luca was playing the whole series, I was one thousand percent taking Dallas, and I think everybody knows that that listens to this show. I'm 100%. a Lucas stan. You yeah. are. I would have A Rudy hater from long long ago. And yeah, this is I think Dallas is somehow better than this trash Utah team. I
1: underestimated Jason Kidd's uh the impact he has defensively on teams. I still think Utah, if they respected themselves, would beat a, a Luba Doncic led Dallas team. But wouldn't have been a much you know now, like looking back on it, I think I agree with you Dallas <laughs> probably would have been a team to go with because they probably would have beaten the hell out of these Utah they're soft man like they live by the three, die by the three. Sometimes sometimes it looks bad. Sometimes it looks like bad basketball. Sometimes.
0: If Dallas wins this series, they'll play Phoenix next round if they make it. Dallas can beat Phoenix with no with no Devin Booker. That's, That's not right. a crazy thing. That's too. not right. Aren't they the four five? Yeah. They play Phoenix in New Orleans.
1: Oh right, right. Sorry, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, they played the win on Phoenix. Yeah, 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 right. Cause it was going to be Phoenix and, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Thank
0: you. Uh, yeah, I think Dallas could beat Phoenix. I really do. If Luca's back and Devin Booker is out. Big caveats, but if they're, if he's healthy and Devin's not, Dallas could win that series. It's not the craziest thing I've ever said. I said some just, wild things on the show.
1: Let's just, let's just calm it down for a let Let's see Dallas beat Utah and then let's, you want Luka nope. to look, be so damn good that
0: in my head, Luca's already a champion this season, so it's already over. <laughs> Dallas has won the title, it's over.
1: Oh, well, am, am um, I... Here's the thing. Uh, Luka needs to come out of the first round. Dallas can't win more games than, than Luka has. That's fair.
0: That is, that is definitely fair. <laughs> okay, well, let's move on to some football. Diego Samuel has caused a stir in the NFL world. He has requested a trade from the San Francisco 49ers. He told Ian Rappaport this to himself. This isn't, isn't a talk. This is real confirmed things. San Fran has made claims they are willing to give him a new contract. Apparently they offered him a deal worth 19 million a year. He said no. Apparently he is unsatisfied with how he's being used in this offense, playing both receiver and running back. And there's talks he may not like living in the San Francisco area. San Fran does not want to trade him. San Fran apparently, when teams have called, has asked for a package more than the Chiefs or Packers got for trading Devontae Adams and Tyree Kill. If Debo sticks to this and does not report to mandatory camp, he loses service time and would not be a free agent in 2023.
1: Yeah, I'm not a huge Debo Samuel guy. I know you and I debated whether he's that good and I think you said he's a top five receiver or player to play at the receiver position. Uh, I think San Fran should deal him. He's, a lot of these receivers and a lot of these guys are just, you know, getting a little annoying now. Like, just, just let your, your play do the talking. Hate the antics.
0: I agree with you, kind of. I kind of like that he's turning down money, though. He's saying, this isn't about money. I don't like being here. You're going to get me hurt. I respect that. He wants out. He's not taking the money. He could have taken the money and then asked for a trade. He's asking for it first. Saying I I just don't want to be here anymore. I'm done in this situation. I kind of respect that more than taking it and then trying to get it after.
1: That's fair. I agree with you.
0: So is Debo Samuel traded before the draft?
1: Um, no.
0: I think I agree with you. I think the Jets, if they offer the 10th pick, might get it done, though. But I'm not sure they would be willing to do that. But I, if I were them, I, I would definitely do that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I'd do that if I was New York.
0: Man, Debo was an all-pro receiver last year. He was incredible. Was he? <laughs> yes, he definitely was. All right. We'll disagree. That's man. Okay. Everybody, please go follow us on Twitter, at Rookie Phenoms. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcast. We are huge on verbal. BDB Bezos is all on us for Amazon podcasts. So I guess download that, subscribe to our podcast, and he might give you free Prime. This offer is not available to anyone who listens at all. That's a big thing.
1: Prime video is the worst.
0: It really is the worst of the streaming apps,
1: right? It really is yeah. the worst one. And then they make, they make you pay. Well, they make you pay uh, every year, and you still have to subscribe to things? It's terrible. What is that?
0: Well, they make you pay for Prime, and you kind of get Prime Video as, like, a bonus.
1: I think it's their thinking, but... I just don't like the idea of subscribing something that I have to subscribe to other, like, premiums after that. I don't like that.
0: We'll be back next week with some NFL draft coverage, so get ready for that. I will be releasing my mock draft. That is the best and most important mock draft of any mock drafter in the world. So look out for that next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Have a great night.
1: Yeah.